You're listening to Insights for Living with Pastor Boju Oyemade. Pastor Boju is the senior pastor of the Covenant Nation. Do you reside in the beautiful city of Abuja? Have you always wanted very practical faith teachings and insights for living? Have you always wanted to listen to Pastor Boju Oyemade teach live? If you answered yes to the questions above, you are in good company. Come and listen to Pastor Boju Oyemade Sundays at 9 a.m. and every Thursday at 6 p.m. at the Ladi Kwali Conference Center, Sheraton Abuja Hotel. The Covenant Nation is now in your city. If you didn't know, now you know. Did you know that the Covenant Nation now has two centers in the city of Ibadan? Yes, we do. Every Sunday from 9.15 a.m., we experience a refreshing time in God's presence as well as practical insights from God's Word at our Ring Road Center, Viva Cinemas at the Palms Mall, Ring Road, Ibadan, and at our Samonda Center, Filmhouse Cinema at the Ventura Mall, Samonda, Ibadan. The Covenant Nation is now at a center near you. If you didn't know, now you know. See you in church. In meditation, your words guide your mind into what it should be doing. Do you get what I'm saying? Here? And what is going on is that that promise is being internalized, all right, and we'll see it here, you are, because you are sitting down to receive something into you. The Bible says Abraham received Isaac back in a figure. So you are receiving, all right, who you are on the inside. That's what you are doing. You prayed about something. It's now time to practice receiving that particular thing on the inside of yourself. So the man built a confession that sounded like this. It is really satisfying. Now, he starts emotions now. Because if you have changed, you'll be, you'll be elated at your change. You'll be. How will you feel if, if you suddenly realize that ah, all this thing is gone? You mean me that before they say half, I have already said 20. It's me like this that is calm. How will you feel? How will you feel if at the end of this year, everything that you dreamt about materialized, all just happened, and God did exceeding abundant? What will you say? How will it be? That's what you're saying. So it says it is really satisfying that I respond to my children with love, firmness, self-control, when my children act wrongly. Now, as he's saying that, now you'll see that the Spirit of God will now begin to do things because, listen, you've gone to God in prayer. We'll see this to strengthen you in your inner man. And God now takes over. I want to show this once you start meditating. He starts pulling out scriptures that you know. So as you are saying that, all right, you now, now you've got to visualize it. You now see Yourself now with your children, the, the, the one that did the last thing that you slapped that one, you see yourself, the child, do it again. And this time around, you just held his hand and said, sit down. Let me explain some things to you about life. Now, you are playing that back in you. Listen, this is how God writes. You know, God said two things, and I'll show this. He said, I will put my laws in your mind. That's one. But I will write them. Many people have the laws, but it's not written. 
this is how God, because your tongue is the pen of a ready writer. So he wants to write it and change the program. Because that program that is going on there came probably from DNA, from parents, as the way your great-grandfather used to deal with children. It passed down. So you have to change that program on the inside. And it's with meditation. And you now bring in God. Now, this is where the catch is. When you start meditating this way, you're now, and that's what Paul is saying, you now play again. What Paul prayed in Philippians. God Cause my love to abound yet more and more in all knowledge and judgment that I might approve. Many people try to exercise faith without bringing God into it. <laughs> I mean, I heard somebody say that, you know, God doesn't subdue demons, that we are the ones that cast out demons. Look, we just play with scriptures. Okay. Didn't God say in the same way, go and lay your hands on the sick, they will recover? Didn't he say that? Okay. Why is it that when the, the people they told, when it was time for prayer, they prayed to God that by the stretching forth of your hand to heal, they still asked God to stretch his hand so that when it was time for them to lay hands, it wasn't their own hand that was being laid, it was God's hand. You pray what you want to confess. We are struggling to do things when God says, I am the one who is at work in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure. So he's saying, fill my heart with love. If you say that, well, you know, this division I have, I don't know how to get there, then pray what Paul prayed. Fill me with the knowledge of your will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. So I will walk worthy of you unto all pleasing, and I will be fruitful in every good work. In other words, while you are meditating is when God answers that prayer in your consciousness and shows you what to do in order for you to be fruitful. Now, you have to get that part. Because it's a core part in the message. Because meditation is actually the activity of God in your consciousness. Where God is at work, literally on the inside of you. Changing you. And, and, you know, the problem with us in church is that we are not scientific in church. When I say scientific now, we just say things, we don't check whether it works. All right? And then somebody says a testimony, we don't even investigate. And people build their life on what somebody else says without knowing the details of what happened. So what has happened is most people don't, and, and don't, I mean, people don't want to change but they just want to use God to have things. Let me tell you this. If you are a sinner and you are just being rational, let me tell you, you are a sinner. Huh? And you come to church. And you locked yourself in your, in your, in your office for two years working to build your company. You built it. There were times where you saw the end of the road. With tenacity, you fought back and built it. You now employ people. And you sit down at the back to listen to their theology. And they come to testify of how good God is. That he just got employment with these people. And the man listens and says, this thing that I labeled like this. Do you 
you understand what I'm saying? Now, this, I'm just saying, playing devil's advocate, that's your fingers. Say, and I labored like this. It's what this person is saying God did. And that is the end of their God. They, they will look and say, is this the limit of their God? Now, you can answer saying, but I have more peace than you, boy, boy theory. Listen, what you are saying to him, in other words, listen, there is too much in Christianity we've left on the table. There is too much in Christianity we've left on the table. And it's because you don't practice this. In a man there, a shrunk, no real energy. So I meditate on God's word, the Holy Spirit now, and so this now starts bringing light. All right? Because before you create something, it has to be let there be light. So light begins to come. On the inside of you. Now, the Bible tells us in places that serve the Lord. So what you should really have is that the way this thing works is that you must have a place where you meditate every day. Where you sit, even if it's 15 minutes, all right, in the morning, 15 minutes in the evening, where you a spot where you meditate. Where you internalize everything that God has said to you. Where you go in and you exercise. And the more you do it, the more stronger you get, the easier it is for you to do it. Where you exercise yourself and, and allow the Holy Spirit while you are doing that to start showing you things within. That is the place. So the scripture says, serve the Lord with all your heart and with all your soul. Let's look at Deuteronomy chapter 11 and 13. Why, why does he say that? Serve the Lord with all your heart, and it shall come to pass, if you shall hearken diligently unto my commandments, which I command you, to love the Lord your God and to serve him with all, which means you may not use all, with all your heart and with all your what? Soul. So there was a distinction between heart and soul. Then again, he went on and said in Joshua chapter 22, and this is all over the scriptures and verse 5. It says Joshua 2 and verse 5. But take diligently heed unto the commandment and the last sentence to serve him with all your what? Heart and with all your soul. Now, can you put up the image here of the brain? And this is what people have found out, all right, in the brain here. So, they said there is the left side of the brain, the right side of the brain. Now, just use as an example to say you are serving God with the whole. Okay? And it's not partial. You're not using one part. And I'll explain this. The right side of the brain deals with your emotions. It deals with your imagination. It deals with pictures. It sees the whole thing. In other words, the right side of the brain, when you are using it, if you say that I'm going to, let's just say, I'm going to live in France, it will put you in France immediately, in Paris, walking there. 
The left side of the brain will ask you, you don't have visa. But the right side of the brain will put you in France immediately. Okay? Now, a person who uses his imagination and daydreams is a person that sees something. When the left side asks the question, never answers the question. But says it will happen. Do you get what I'm saying here? The person on the left side never, you know, there, there, was, there, was, there was, I won't call the team, so nobody's angry. But there was a match where they beat a particular team in Premiership. And I heard the coach, I said, what's your strategy? strategy. He said that chap was the key to, the, to, the, to their success. So he said, I told my players, he must never look up. Because if he looks up, he will see how the whole field is set. And with one pass, he will destroy everything we have done. So anytime he gets the ball, surround him. So he's thinking about the person in front of him and never has an overview of it. The left side is always dealing with issues. The right side has a dream. That's why Albert Einstein, he says, imagination rules the world. Those who are leaders understand this right side of the brain. Before they understand how to get to the moon, they are already in the moon, having lunch. You ask, how will you get there? Some people that don't understand that side, the first thing they ask, when you say that I'm going to do this, because they don't understand the process, they say, how are you going to do that? How are you going to do that? How are you going to do that? that? Now, sometimes it's good to use them for intelligence. So I know the points where we are going to pray. All right? So, the right side deals with that emotions, pictures, it sees the whole, and there is no time with the right side of the brain. If you say you are going to America now, it will take you to America here. You are in America. You are seated in New York right now. You are there. Now, let me just say this while I was meditating on this. Most people associate imagination with evil, Christians. The only time the faculty of imagination is used is propensity towards evil. So they pull back on it, and they never use the imagination for good. All right? Now, the left side of the brain, which is also good, has to do with logic. In other words, and it's very important. You can't ignore it. Because it's logic that makes you know that this chair, if I sit on it, it will take my weight. It's logic that makes you look at a car that is coming and say, don't cross. You can't bypass it. So he also will ask you questions. Chebi, I told you not to cross. You didn't cross. Now you say you have a dream. I'm asking you, this is what happens, the battle that goes on in the soul. Those questions have to be answered. That's why the Bible says you must be able to give every man the reason for your hope. Answer every man. If you answer all the questions, the left brain is, uh, you've got it. Because he will ask you, you want to build a tower. Where will you get money? Where? Where? Who will give you? Have you ever heard anybody give you? Give you people money like that? He starts asking questions. It's analytical. Deals with speech. That's why if you say something that is totally off point, people say, did you listen to yourself? Did, did, you, did, you, did you hear yourself properly? You heard yourself. You mean that passed through your, your brain? You mean it went through and it okayed you to talk like this? Many people on Twitter don't talk like that. <laughs> it deals with specifics. In other words, it wants to have answers and you mustn't ignore it because you can't just say you want to have a dream to fly people somewhere. A plane will go, will go, will go. 
And the left brain says, how will the thing take? You must answer. Once you have answered that, it says, okay. You can, now, now we are okay. So it's the whole of that and your mind. Dr. Charles Garfield did an extensive research on peak performance, both in athletics and business. I want to know this. God is the one going to answer all those questions, the Holy Spirit inside you, while you're meditating. That's revelation. That's revelation. Revelation is not just I'm deep. It answers those questions. So why will the people come? Oh, I say I'm going to have a business. It will grow 10 times its size in six months. Why? What will make people come to your business? All right? By the time, if you, if you have a restaurant business, if you are just right side, you are in this fluffy place, all right, then you say, my restaurant clientele will grow by 10 times. And then somebody comes and tells you, and you see somewhere else that the place is packed. They say because their food is sweet. That's why people go. In other words, your own food is not what? Sweet. So while meditating, you know you must change the person. So in meditation, somebody has lost their job. Are you following what I'm saying? And as you meditate on it, as a person loves you, you say, well, ah, but this person will be angry. Deeper you meditate, the Holy Spirit shows you how to pacify the angry person. Do you get what I'm saying? So when you sit down with this person and say, listen, I think it's time for you to, you have to leave. And the person says, looks at you and says, well, but we've put this in place, one, two, three, four, and the person is amazed at how much you have thought about their own life. Are you following what I'm saying? How much you've thought about their life in telling them, they know that this person has thought deeply about this. So when the Bible says meditate, give yourself wholly to it, it means every part of you enters into this. You imagine it, you've got to answer the questions. Uh, you can't just say that Jesus multiplied the loaves. He will multiply my loaves. How did he multiply the loaves? This is what sometimes Christians do. And it is just hope. It is not faith. You see, when you start getting those answers, that is what is called the substance of things hoped for. That's the raw material you are going to use to build. That's the substance of things, all right, hoped for substance of things hoped for. In fact, there might even be while you're meditating, God reminds you of somebody you knew somewhere and say, call that person and tell him about this thing. Listen to what he will say. Product of meditation. You call the person, anything you do prospers. Because it was the answer the Spirit of God gave you within. Do you get what I'm saying? There is no idea that you execute that you put out, that it's not going to... Yeah, once you put your hand, it will take form. All right? All three more minutes. So most people don't know the value of imagination, the, that faculty, so it's used only for evil. And this doctor said, he said this here, at NASA, he watched astronauts rehearse everything on Earth before they left for space. 
the research showed almost all world-class athletes and other peak performers are visualizers. In other words, they see it. It's not that I just see myself winning 100 meters at Olympics. You are going to have to answer, how will you win? Because the left side will tell you, how will you win? Then that means go and get raw material to win. That's when you now get knowledge. That's when you now befriend somebody who has run. You see the time they wake up. You say, are you ready for this? You see the time they sleep. All right? Then you see people who followed that routine and came last. So how are you sure you will win this race? You have to answer it. That's how you find the secret to success. Most Christians are hustlers. In other words, the path is not defined. If path is not defined, they don't know where they're going because they don't do it. So I said it yesterday, a person who leads, all right, leaders visualize, they create these things, they see these things, and then they can come meet people to help them manage and say, okay, all right, so this is what we want to do. All right, you can help us do this. But the leader is the one who said, and if you're going to get into leadership in your life, you have to, and we'll talk about this on Friday, and, and the, the way you now solve some of these problems is what is called inductive reasoning. In other words, God just takes you back and starts showing you patterns. And like I just told you now, you say, well, if I do all these things, will I win? But you say, this man did it. He came last. This man did it. He didn't qualify for Olympics. This man did it. So how am I sure I am going to win? I must have that certainty. When you have discovered it, or it tells you that that vision was in 100 meters. Do you get what we're saying? That vision was to be a spectator. <laughs> or he rearranges the vision for you while you're meditating. Are you following what I'm saying? So, listen, there's the inner man, there's the outer man. All right, the inward man is the outward man. Most Christians, it's a form of godliness. We just look at the outward man. Okay, this is what they say. When you come there, you say, we bless you in the name of the Lord. When there's anything, we say, hallelujah. When there's anything, we say this. All right? But you don't have that insight the Holy Spirit gives. All right? And you must have a table you must have this chair where you sit. And every day, you meditate and meditate and meditate and meditate after you have prayed until the Holy Spirit opens up everything to you. And then you get up from that place with the answers on the inside. Now, what has happened is, people that didn't do all of this just stand on the outside. Somebody told me, said, Pastor, you work really hard. You wake up 5 a.m. every morning to pray. Ask my wife, I wake up 2 a.m. What you don't see is three hours. What you see is one hour. So when you tell me I'm walking to hard, I say it's 5 a.m. you saw now. What will you say for 2 a.m., 3 a.m.? Are you following me? Well, it's what, you see, what you see is what's on the outside. What you don't see 
is on the inside. And that's where people, all right, are able, that's where they now begin to make the difference in what they're doing. So, let me close by telling this, the picture for this year has to be clear. I want to look at the process where you answer all those questions. So this is not wishful thinking. We are not doing wishful thinking. You answer the questions. The Holy Spirit gives you. When they went to meet Daniel, they said there's an excellent spirit in you. You dissolve doubt. Which means people doubt you dissolve. You tell the person, this is what we do. It dissolves. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we thank you for your word. Thank you for the presence of your spirit. I ask by the power of your spirit there that you establish us in this truth, cause it to expand within our consciousness and grow within us. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Did you know that the Covenant Nation now has two centers in the city of Ibadan? Yes, we do. Every Sunday from 9.15 a.m., we experience a refreshing time in God's presence as well as practical insights from God's Word at our Ring Road Center, Viva Cinemas at the Palms Mall, Ring Road, Ibadan, and at our Samonda Center, Filmhouse Cinema at the Ventura Mall, Samonda, Ibadan. The Covenant Nation is now at a center near you. If you didn't know, now you know. See you in church. Do you reside in the beautiful city of Abuja? Have you always wanted very practical faith teachings and insights for living? Have you always wanted to listen to Pastor Boju Oyemade teach live? If you answered yes to the questions above, you are in good company. Come and listen to Pastor Boju Oyemade Sundays at 9 a.m. and every Thursday at 6 p.m. at the Ladi Kwali Conference Center, Sheraton Abuja Hotel. The Covenant Nation is now in your city. If you didn't know, now you know. This podcast is brought to you by the Covenant Nation. For more information, visit www.insightsforliving.org. Thank you and God bless.